gentlemen, welcome back to the BB Show. As always, I'm your host, Beebs. We're back to full strength. We got we got the whole crew back here for NBA Thursday this week. Chen, healthy again. How you feeling, man? Uh, healthy is a strong <laughs> <This> word, <laughs> as you can hear in my voice. Luke um, is back as well. Luke, yeah, he's a little on the ledge. Maybe we're not full strength, but uh, how you how you doing, Luke? Pretty good. Voice might sound a little scratchy. Um, I was talking to the guys right before we started this. So I'm just gonna mute myself. I got a cough, but hey, we're here. We're here. Let's get it. <laughs> Bro's coughing like he's Walter White, but um, <laughs> I am Walter White. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let, let's just dive right in. We got a lot to talk about. Lots going on in the basketball world. We're gonna have a little All Star game recap. Uh, talk a little better worse who he played for, and kind of just see where the conversation goes. Not too much on the docket today. But uh, let's let, let's talk about Salt Lake City, uh, 2023 All Star Game, All Star Weekend. Uh, our thoughts. I'll just I'll lead off because <laughs> yeah, I, I, I know you got today, something man. to get off. On. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, I think we're all going to talk about the All Star Game eventually, and maybe the changes, if you know any. I mean, we see the NFL; that might just be a lost cause. You might just have to chalk it up to just naming the all-stars and figuring it out from there. But uh, so the rising skill, rising stars challenge was interesting. Um, I don't think it was as bad as it could have been. I thought it was interesting, but again, kind of pointless. The skills challenge I thought was so bad personally. uh, I don't really know why that still is a thing. I don't know why it gets broadcasted. There's no skill. The only people trying were the rookies, and they were chucking up bricks. I mean, the whole, like, in this this how you know it's bad. Like, as a Bucks fan, like, they had three teams competing. For those who aren't aware, there was the Utah Jazz team, because the All-Star game was in Utah, with, I believe, it was Jordan Clarkson, Walker Kessler, and Colin Sexton. And then it's the rookie team of Paolo, Jabari Smith, and Jaden Ivey. And then you got the Antetokounmpo team, which is Giannis, Thanasis and G League Alex Antetokounmpo. Now, if even as a Bucks fan, I'm saying that is tough to watch. That should tell you something that nobody in the NBA, like actual NBA, not the G League, wants to be a part of this. And it even stemmed over into the dunk contest. The NBA can thank Mac McClung for making it watchable. Uh, I mean, Jericho Sims bombed. Oh, uh, yeah. Trey Murphy that was, was so all right, crazy. but it oh, it was oh, so bad. It was I, I like almost got secondhand embarrassment when he like showed up the fifty and no one gave a reaction because yeah. it was so basic and people don't really understand. Like it, it's very difficult for like six ten six like tall guys to get creative with their dunks just because of like kind of you know bigger you are the more rigid you get. Um, but I mean, look, Aaron Gordon pulled it off. Blake Griffin pulled it off. Like, it, it's not that it's impossible. You just got to be more creative than just dipping your arm in the cookie jar. Um, yeah. But, every time. Yeah. Yeah. Literally every, like it was brutal. Um, and, and three point comp, I usually love just to watch, but like, it, it was so apparent that Julius Randle limp along there. Uh, I mean, that, that was such a weird nomination to replace. I forgot who it was, but. That was obviously bad. But during the dunk contest, obviously, they introduced the judges. And this is what I want to get off my chest, man. They introduced Karl Malone. And the NBA is so good at sweeping things under the rug. Like, you know, rigging of Western Conference Finals. Probably, uh, you know, the Ja incident is a great example. Like, there's still nothing has been handed down. And everyone is cheering and applauding Karl Malone. And I just want to read this. 
Okay, because this was a real thing. This Are happened. You gonna this get us a rumor. Trouble? Are you gonna get? Us I'm not gonna get us. I no. This is this is real life, man. All right. So this is, and a reporter asked about it too, on the backlash she received for, and again, this wasn't like a rumor. He impregnated a 13 year old girl when he was 20 years old in college. That that happened, okay. And his response to this during All Star Weekend, I'm not discussing any of that backlash. I don't care. That's my life. That's my personal life. And I'll deal with that. Like I've had to deal with everything. So whatever. Is he okay? This is this might be a dumb question. Is he like still with this girl? Oh no. God, no. no. No, this story continues. Let me read it because you guys might recognize the name. When Carl Malone was 20, yada yada yada, gave birth to a boy. The girl's parents didn't want to publicize the baby's birth because they were afraid of jeopardizing Carl Malone's prospect. Carl went on to deny the child anyway. Even once the paternity of the child was proven unequivocally, he refused to provide financial support, arguing that $125 a week was too much in child support at the time. Even though he was earning $3 million when this came out, he finally met his son when the young man was 17 years old, and he proceeded to tell him, it's too late for me to be a father to you. You have to make your own way. His son was Demetrius Bell, who went on to play five seasons in the NFL as a tackle. For those that didn't know. (laughs) So basically what I'm trying to say is Carl Malone is like an F-tier human. If if there's anything below that, let me know. Um, But the fact everyone is like applauding this man, you know, hey, Carl Malone back in Utah. I get their next best guy is John Stockton in terms of legends. Like, it's a short list. But you got to be kidding me. I I mean, you get. The amount of things people get canceled for, the amount of you make one bad comment in today's world and you're shut down. Look at Myers Leonard. I'm not saying, you know, he's a good guy either, but he got canceled for saying an expletive on a stream. And it took him two years just to get a 10 day deal. And Carl Malone is still getting glorified just because it was during the era where social media wasn't prevalent. So they're able to sweep it under the rug. But even with this all getting brought up, it's like how like as the NBA as, as a base. Can you just be like, yeah, of our five judges that people are going to look at for scores every time, we want them to look at Carmelo and every single time. I, I just, I think the whole thing is disgusting. Um, I think it's, honestly, it's a wild story, but th- this dude needs to be shut down. I, I just, I think that's what really irked me today is the amount of people that get canceled for less when this dude, like, should be in jail. I, I don't know why he's not locked up, but I digress. Your guys' thoughts <laughs> on the weekend. <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, I don't have much, much to add on the Car Malone front. It is, you know, the NF- the NBA definitely sweeps a lot under the rug and of all the things they've swept under the rug, that's actually not like, not that shocking. bad compared, like not shocking. And like, you know, this is the same league that had refs literally rigging games and like being convicted by like the FBI. Uh, yeah. So let alone all the other conspiracy theories, like this is just one player doing a crime, not like the actual league itself being fraudulent. So in turn, like on a scale somewhere, I think like Carl Malone's personal life, I don't know what I'm trying to say. They sweep a lot under the rug. That's what I'm trying to say. So I'm not surprised. But yeah. um, let's let, let's talk. Let, let's move on then. Let's let's talk dunk contest because I look, you know, it's more fun. Than just bashing on some guy who made it. Hey, man, it had to get off my chest. But yeah, we can actually focus on the events. 
Yeah, so, respect. I mean, this, this I, dude mean I don't have anything to add to it. I don't disagree. No, yeah, I figured you guys were all second, but yeah, dunk contest, man. <clears throat> yeah, what are you? So I, I'm gonna give this take first, and, and maybe you guys can react to it. But a lot of people are saying Mac McClung saved the dunk contest and all this stuff. I, I think he did, uh, in a different sense. I think that going forward, if NBA stars aren't gonna participate in this dunk contest, which has been proven that they're not going to, even when offered money as an incentive to win as a prize Uh, i think the nba needs to seek out like some sort of celebrity or like dunk specialist thing to put on instead and give like these people like mac mcclon a g-league player or even just find like some freak social media kid who's really good at yeah on youtube like yeah Yeah. stuff like that and give these people like the stage and like just kind of morph it into that like or, or like hey like if say some nfl or mlb or some other athlete wants to come do it Right, like, yeah, we're not going to yeah. say no because it's very clear that the NBA stars don't want to do it, and so that would be a way, I think, to revive this thing to where it actually like matters. Because outside that's of exciting, Mac McClung, yeah. yeah, that's it. But your guys' thoughts on the whole thing? Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll be honest. I, I don't know if this is considered a hot take, but I honestly feel like, I mean, Mac McClung. I feel like everyone knew he was going to win just you know before it even started i remember looking at like the if you've seen his high school mixtape you knew yeah oh yeah no you this man's been doing this for like the last five years and he's you know now he's blessed enough to be in the nba doing this stuff so shout out to mac mcclung you know gate city represent but i don't even know i don't even know where that is but anyway i just so yeah like i was saying i know this is a hot take but i feel like this dunk contest Although it wasn't the greatest, like uh, Jericho Sims kind of drags it down for me. But like, yeah, I feel like this dunk contest was like compared to the last like three or four, man, like they kind of like revived it a little bit, especially bringing in someone like Mac McClung. Like it was actually watchable this time. besides Jericho Sims. But yeah, I mean, I don't know. I I actually liked it a lot. Um, Trey Murphy, he, he impressed me a little bit. I knew he was like somewhat of a dunker, but I didn't think he was, you know, had that type of stuff. I know that um, KJ Martin. I thought he was going to be better than he did. He he did all right, but he didn't make it. And um, I just don't know why they took Jericho Sims instead of what's his name on the Trailblazers. Um, what is it, Shaden Sharp? Simons. I think. Oh, no. Shaden Sharp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that was the big yeah. story I remember reading before the dunk contest. Is this guy's actually doing in-game crazy dunks, and mm-hmm. they just you know took Jericho Sims. So I don't know, but. Yeah, I liked the dunk contest, man. It was cool. I knew Mac McClung, like like I was saying too, the betting odds for like every other player was plus odds, which means like they're not likely to win. Mac McClung was like minus one fifty. So was he was yeah. he really? He was the only person on there that was minus odds. So I mean, we all knew it was gonna happen. And he's like, like I mean, he's him. Mac McClung yeah. is him when it comes to dunking. Yeah. So but yeah, I I liked it though. It was nice to see. Yeah, Back in the like... day, man, like, sorry to cut you off, Caleb. I, just, no. I have to bring it up because back, like, when his mixtape dropped, <laughs> it was getting compared to, like, who's the better dunker, him or Zion? That was a conversation. And I, I even saw, actually. I think that, that still is a conversation. It's still, yeah, I still, especially after that 720, that was disgusting. But if Zion... uh Boy, I, I did see it. It was like an interview or something like that where he said he'd come and do it in 2024. Like, Josh said he wouldn't, which doesn't surprise me. He's got other stuff going on. But, I mean, Zion, that would be pretty cool. Mac McClung, Zion showdown, similar to, like, the Levine, Aaron Gordon we got. Guard versus yeah. forward. Hopefully something nuts. Especially if McClung gets another year to prep. I mean, 
he had some crazy dunks, and like this was his first year in it. Like, well, and you know what made it so good for Mac the Sun? He hit every dunk on the first try. Exactly. Exactly. So yeah. Clear yeah. That he had practiced and was like prepared for it, and like that has been the number one problem for me in the last three years. Is like you get like Jalen Green with like I think it was like the NFL oh, like, three years back, and it's like, dude, I know Jalen yeah. Green can jump, and he's just doing all this cringy stuff. And then it takes him like six tries to get the dunk. So when he makes it, you already know what he's trying to do. So like it's just it's, not as yeah, it totally yeah, draws down the height. So I don't know. I you know, yeah. I just no, feel I, like I told you, man. I feel for the guys who do it at this point because we are getting to the point where like you're running. There's like running out of ideas. Like you have to be ex- way more creative than like say Mike athletic. or Dominique Wilkins had to be back then. Yeah, like or even Vince was, but like, obviously there's always something new to do too, but it, it is like, you know, sticky. Like, I don't know why people are still sticking their elbows in the rim at this point. Like it's, it's, no. We're going on like 15 guys have done it. Dude, I'm waiting yeah. for somebody to take off from the three point line, man. Not Someone's got to show off. Mike. It, like have Giannis just take yeah, off. Yeah, if anyone's going to do that, it's Giannis. Giannis it's going to be Giannis yeah. or Victor, bro. Like, I, geez, they get down the court like three steps. So, I mean, if anyone's right. got a shot, it's Giannis. But then again, I mean, three point. Oh, jeez, that that is so far. I'll away. wait until I'll wait until twenty twenty forty until I start expecting that. But yeah, knows? yeah, once we get eight foot point guards, yeah, yeah. They'll, they'll they'll come there eventually. We're going to get some seven foot five guards and whatnot. Um, yeah, no. Very interesting. I mean, any thoughts on the actual All-Star game itself from you guys? Because personally, I thought it was gross. Uh, I turned it off in probably the first couple minutes when I saw it was... I mean, there's minimal effort, but like... Yeah, who said it was a glorified layup line? I forget who said that. Oh my goodness. That's a good way to put it, though. Yeah, that's that's kind of what it was like, man. Like, jeez. Jason Tatum getting 55. It's like, all right, is that a product of him being good or the fact he was just in again a layup line shoot around setting he was um, i'm looking at the box score right now he actually shot pretty good like i'm he, he had a great game but oh, yeah only, only thing i gotta say is i i think it might have been like the second quarter whatever and i know i it says Giannis didn't even play a minute so i i know he got injured was that in like the first minute of the game or he had somewhere up his wrist yeah, yeah. That, that's so tough i mean they still won but regardless the only thing i gotta say is Paul George, that man, like for a whole like half a quarter, he was just chucking and missing. He must have missed 10 straight shots. I was like, <laughs> dude, when are they going to pull this guy, bro? Like, this is not like this is horrible. You're bringing the ratings down. Like, he was just, and then uh, I forget who he was trying to like go head to head with someone and they were making their shots. He'd come down, three ball, brick, like every time. It was, it was horrible. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't really even watch the All Star game every year. I watched it this year, but like, I don't know. It's it's, so it's more it's... of just a legacy booster, if if you know, if you want to call it that. But yeah, I mean, it definitely. I think we can agree it didn't used to be that. I think I saw it with. I think it was JJ Redick again, or it was either him or Gilbert Arenas was talking about how uh, when he he would talk. To, I don't know if he ever made an All Star game, but basically he said like when Kobe was still around. Arenas did. I don't think Redick did. Yeah, maybe it was Arenas then. He was like, when I first got there, I think is what he said. He's like. Uh, a lot of the young guys would like joke around and then like, you know, Kobe would like set the tone and the, the, the vet or the oldest guy there would set the tone and like they would actually try, right? To some extent, like have fun with it, but like put on a show for the fans, right? Uh, right. And then, you know, Kobe 
had said he got that from Mike and, it, you know, down the line past, you know, set the tone as the vet. And that clearly like hasn't translated. So I guess my question to you, like to you guys is like, what, I think we can all agree that it's a horrible product right now. And it didn't mm-hmm. used to be, and it used to like be something worth watching. Cause it was a really fun pickup game of the best players right. in the world. What do we, what can the NBA do to like make this better? I mean, do they, do they move it to the end of the year so guys aren't worried about getting hurt? Do they, I mean, there's got to be some sort of solution where this like makes it worth watching and these guys like incentivize them to try to go the MLB route, possibly, uh, you know, the winning, go back to conferences and then the winning conference gets home court in the finals, right? So there's something like that's what the MLB used to do. Um, so, I mean, so do you guys have any thoughts on how to make this a better product? Because for me, I haven't watched the All Star game. I think Kobe's last All Star game was the last one I watched. I might have watched uh, the one in 2020, actually. I might have watched it. Gotcha. The bubble one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, or it was right before the bubble. But yeah. I'd have to say this because I think if you push it back to the end of the season, we're just going to run into an NFL scenario where it's, you know, players are checked out doesn't really mean a whole lot. Um, and then you got, I mean, no offense, Luke, but you got Derek Carr and Tyler Huntley in the game. Um, Derek Carr was throwing dots, man. What he was throwing about? dots. He was but, throwing darts. You know, and I guess even Tyler Huntley was in the competition, but it's like, that's, you know, no, I mean, again, not what NFL players are there to see when they think of pro bowlers. Yeah, um, exactly. And I, I guess just from like, I don't really know. Other than like, I think the conference – uh, for the finals, like home court, I, yeah, would be I like interesting. I like that. I, yeah, I, I think that's I the best that. way you can. Yeah, that's really the best way you can uh, give them incentive because clearly money doesn't matter at this point. They've yeah. tried the thing with the Kobe getting the you know the certain score so it ends on a game winner and stuff, and it's just it, it's not working. Um, and I guess I my question because I heard it on. Uh, Stephen A brought it up. I'm just curious in your guys' opinion because I think I'm kind of neutral. I don't really know where I lie yet. He thinks that there's a like extreme level of arrogance among like the top NBA players right now, and that like really showed during the All Star game is that it just reeked of arrogance, like taking all the fans for granted, um, not caring about the product. And is that something we should really blame the players for? Or are we just kind of like, well, this is the way the NBA is. I mean, these guys are about their money and protecting their bodies. The NBA has to do something else. I, I'm just curious as to uh, who's right and who's wrong. I, if there I got is two a things right to say. I got two things yeah. to say about that. First off, I'm going to chalk most of that up to the All-Star weekend being in Utah. Like, that's like, <laughs> why? If it was in LA, yeah. I guarantee you it would have been better. Um, Cleveland like, last year, like, they just... Yeah, I don't I mean, know why. At least, at least you got LeBron. Cities. Yeah, at least you got LeBron to hold it down. But like Utah, like you got Carl Malone, and you know what he's done in the past. So <laughs> anyway, and then second off is I like as for like the arrogance, you know, stuff like these guys are like in this day and age, man. These NBA players are getting paid like more than they ever have before, and they know mm-hmm. that they're the best of the best. So I mean, I think that's just Stephen A. trying to start something because, like, yeah, these guys are, like, top of the top. I mean, if it's an all-star game and, like, Giannis got injured, I mean, you know, like, why, 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 why try your hardest? I mean, I know I, I wish it was, like, the old days where people, they would actually try and, you know, whatever. But now I feel like it's just more about putting a lot of points up, 
no defense whatsoever. I mean, the score is, I'm looking at the score. It's literally 184 to 175. So That's so stupid. Yeah, so it's just like, do they think, like, are points getting the NBA ratings, or is it, like, a good game? I, I don't know, but. Well, it had less viewers than the Pro Bowl, which is saying a lot. That it geez, actually was okay. down almost 30% in terms down. of viewership from their uh, All-Star game last year. Yeah. Yeah. They just need to kind of rework everything, I feel like. I mean, especially the dunk contest, we kind of touched on that. I mean, just bringing in, like, those guys, like, I'm sure you guys have seen, like, Jordan Killigan, like, on YouTube and all that stuff. I was like, just about, yeah, that's a good dude, one. Those guys would put on an absolute, like, those guys would put on a show. Dude, you can't dude, tell me like a guy those. like Odell Beckham or, like, some, like, receiver or something out of the NFL is not going to, like, get asked to do that and say no. You know yeah, what I mean? Exactly. Like, I mean, D- DK was in the yeah. DK game. is the perfect example. He's in the celebrity game, yeah. Yeah. So I don't know, but as for what Stephen A. Smith said, and Luke, were you done? I don't want to. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, I think there's a little bit of, I don't want to say truth to what he's saying, but I see where he's coming from, in the sense that maybe it's not arrogance as much as like what Luke was saying, where like they they know like what they're worth and they're not going to sacrifice their bodies in the middle of yeah. the season, right? Uh, but I will say this, that whenever the next collective bargaining agreement comes around, and we've talked about this when it comes to, tank, or not tanking, but uh, load management and the issues of star players not playing, owners are not going to be happy. And I'm not going to be shocked if there's a severely long lockout because yeah, your star players, first off, guys are bouncing around to new teams every three years. You can't sign contracts longer than, I think, five, Right. I don't think you can yeah. sign a contract longer than five unless mm-hmm. you have the bird rights or something. Some, there's weird rules right. about that. It's like a max is four. I think super max is five. Like that, it is lit. Yeah. That's kind of crazy that like the maximum is five years in a league where we've seen Vince Carter play through three decades. Exactly. Like Holmes yeah. went and got a 10 year deal. So exactly. I, I definitely see where you're coming from. So I, I think whenever, and I don't know the year when it comes up, but it is approaching as i've heard like reddick was talking about this and and Stephen a smith and i think kellerman as well uh, that the owners are not gonna like this is gonna be a rough like go because they're gonna want to get some ground back because it's very clear if the fans are even questioning at all if the players have too much power the players probably have too much power you know what i'm saying like the fans should be about player empowerment but if we are seriously at the point where we're like yeah, man, they might have, like this might have gone too far. They are way over where they should be. Uh, yeah, shout out Anthony Edwards, bro. He was putting it on for the load management. He had that interview. Yeah. He was like, yeah, like he literally said exactly what we said like last week. If I, I just think about that fan out there that might not have that much money, they come to my game and they want to see me play. But what happens when I don't play? Then they just, you know, they're there for no reason. And that's cool. So he thinks like, about that, man. Like, I don't yeah, think yeah. a lot of guys have that mindset anymore. They're I mean, would, so... you, would you like it's. No, I, I would agree. I mean, I look at LeBron, right? Like he's yeah. the number one like guy that he's the leader. He's gonna catch the most flack, even when he doesn't deserve it. But like when a guy goes and has the Kareem record, right? Plays almost all of three quarters and then checks out and plays like three minutes after he breaks the record and they lose the game by less than five <laughs> points. I think it's not a good look, man. Like, yeah. and then he travels to the Super Bowl and has an ankle issue for their next game two nights later. Uh, it's you know yeah I, I I wonder how much uh I wonder how like those people who paid seventy five grand for those Thunder tickets I wonder how they're feeling right about now just to see LeBron <laughs> get one special basket 
I don't know. I couldn't be me. Hope it was worth it. Yeah, Hope it was yeah. worth it. But I don't know. I, I, I we can talk more about collective bargaining agreements maybe come off season right when it becomes like you know when the oh, yeah. conversation starts to come around. But I just want to get the take out there and I'll repeat it as we you know as the years go by. Uh, the owners are gonna want to like get some leverage back because it's very clear like the players hold everything and it's hurting the owners' pockets and hurting the league's pockets. So oh, yeah, yeah. We can we we can we can pivot off of All Star Weekend though um, and talk a little bit about Nate McMillan uh, getting let go by the Hawks. Um, what are your guys' initial reactions here? I mean, is Trey Young really that that like disgruntled? I guess is the word I'll use. Well, it's been a long time coming for Nate, man. I don't disagree. I don't disagree. Yeah. The on court has, but but I just feel like it's a weird thing to do at the All Star break. Like if you make it this far in the year, the guys usually make it. I guess yeah, NBA I, doesn't have a lot of midseason firings. Generally, generally, it's weird. Yeah, it's so it's so weird. We haven't seen something like this in a while. But I did a little bit of digging, like research about this, and there was some article that tried to say that Trey Young wasn't the reason he was fired. I find that very hard to believe. And then I also found something. Uh, an interview someone interviewed John Collins and this is quote unquote this is what uh, John Collins said he goes I feel like Nate is a little more suited for just guys who are older and understand the game whereas a younger mm-hmm. team we need guidance I feel like we needed a different kind of guidance that sounds like yeah. he's calling out Trey well he probably I mean, it, it definitely like, seems that, like a clash yeah um, especially Nate McMillan's era where when he played like that 80s 90s that that doesn't surprise me at all yeah i mean and you you saw a yeah. thing look with trey young taking the flight back on his own oh yeah like he took like a yeah. private plane like you know that's gonna bother an old head coach and i even heard during the season that bothers to like retire you know i think that bothers any coach uh, that bothers any coach at the, uh, yeah, yeah, that's, that's that bothers me <laughs> hey. okay well put it this <laughs> like, way i'm steve, a young head steph curry took a private jet home you think Steve Kerr, like if well, he had game of value, I don't context. think it would. I don't think it would. Well, obviously, I think it depends on the but I don't think it would happen. That's like that's on me. That's a good point too. We said that's that. A good point. We said that when we talked about that story. We're like, this is on the coaching and the management. Like this should not be allowed. He should be suspended right. or something, right? If he's going to pull crap like this, uh, but I don't think that would ever happen with Steph Curry because he's that's a good point. A leader. I was just hey. throwing a hypothetical yeah. out there. You know, like yeah, maybe one of these guys does it, but yeah, it's very rare scenario and um i think they mentioned they're gonna bring in quinn snyder that was another yeah, one. And he... joe prunty was like the interim who he by the way coached for the bucks when we got rid of jason kidd and he was terrible joe prunty stinks if he gets the He's job the Hawks are cooked. i'll put him at the eastern con- yeah yeah trust me i know that guy didn't know how to set a lineup. He kept bringing jabari parker off the bench and honestly i know injuries threw him out of the nba but that was part of it i was like bro like what are we doing here? Dang, remember when he like Anyways. told that dude to bump into him with the drink? Oh, that was <laughs> like, Jason Kidd. Yeah, that's yeah. my one Jason Kidd on the boxing memory or coaching. The yeah, and making Giannis a point guard, which didn't work at the time, but I will say I think it helped his development. Oh, yeah. Um, nonetheless, they should go and get a younger guy. I don't think like a, they, you know, like they bring up like Chauncey Billups with the Trailblazers right now. Um, I, I really think. And think about training as a point guard too. Like maybe Steve Nash would not be the worst hire. Dude, At least he'd be able to figure out how to manage Trey Young. I don't know how well he can coach, but I mean we I haven't, mean, we haven't team, brought it up. But is anyone like more salty right now than Steve Nash? 
I was gonna say, I feel like he's Probably. still scarred by the Brooklyn what? Nets situation. I feel I don't even he think really he got fired like, after like eight games, and then the team wasn't even there by the All Star break. Yeah. yeah, that's really not on him. That's uh, tough. Steve Nash might be a decent fit. I, I there's part of me though that's starting to wonder if Trey Young is really just like that bad of like a teammates and that bad of like Kyler Murray of the NBA. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. nobody wants to play with this guy. They're just gonna lose as long as he's there. You like, mm. you know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. But any other thoughts? Uh, no, just that Hawks need to get somebody else, man. Not an old school coach, not a Popovich coach. They need a young guy that they hopefully can build with. Um, and and we'll see. You know, what I mean, the Hawks have done that in the past with you know 2016 coach Bud. That definitely rings a bell. But this is definitely a different team. I think we can all agree, though, the Hawks are definitely underperforming. Yes. Yes. I mean, it's yeah, Trey Young, Shante Murray, John Collins, career lows. Clint Capella's great center. We talked about our... superior wing. Depth. I mean, do you remember our preseason pod? We were like, yeah, the Hawks are going to be legit. We love the Dejounte Murray move. It and should like, be perfect. We thought, you know, we didn't know if it was East Finals again, but we were like, yeah, they're going to be a solid like East contender. Right, you know what I'm saying, and now I mean I think they're a fringe playoff team. They're a game in front of the Wizards. I wouldn't (laughs) be surprised the Wizards coming up and snagging that spot. But regardless of their coaching situation, Hawks ain't doing anything anytime soon. I think we can all agree on that. So yeah, oh yeah. Hopefully they get it together soon. But R.I.P. for this season at least. Yeah. Um. You know we haven't talked about this too. A little pivot, but uh, K. Love to the Heat. Um, yeah. It's kind of like slipped under my like Twitter nose. I, I like did not see it until late. Um, but what are your guys' thoughts, initial reactions? I actually really like this move. I, I do. Uh, I think pairing him next to Bam, the guy who's very defensive orientated, uh, that, that's a good look. You can even run some smaller bench units with Kevin Love. Um, he just didn't. There's too many bigs on that Cavs team. Like just having Evan Mobley and Jared Allen already. I mean, you kind of can stagger minutes with those guys. It's just it was time, um, and I do think that helps. Um, how about you, Luke? What are you thinking here? I I I love Kevin Love as a player. He brings like leadership and veteran experience. I mean, he's been you know he's been there, done that. So yeah. I think it'll be good for the Heat. I do. I think it'll you know bring him over the hump. Probably not. I mean, they have yeah. Kyle Lowry running the charge, so that's just always <laughs> a red flag. But I do love Kevin Love. I think him, that's, you know, him him and Jimmy are definitely going to get along. I think he's going to teach Bam a lot as well. But I also think that he kind of just needs to rework that whole roster. Like, keep Hero, you know, keep Bam. Kevin Love, is he's old, so I I mean, I'd try to keep him. But I don't know. I mean, I would say keep Jimmy Butler, but you really, they really don't have too many assets on that team. So I don't know. I feel like in the next two years, we'll probably be looking at a pretty different Heat team. But... I mean, I wish him luck. I, 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 you know, I like the heat, but I think that's a good point. I mean, we've already talked about how this roster is probably out of their championship window because of their age. And now you're adding another like significant player who's very old. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like on the back half of their career. So you're not bringing any new life uh, into this, you know, into this unit. I think it's a great fit for this roster and maybe next year's roster. I think he gives what they need outside shooting. He's not a horrible defender. Like you said, all the leadership traits, the locker room guy. 
Uh, but yeah, I don't, it's not taking them past the Celtics, right? It's not taking them past the Bucks or the Sixers. Um, yeah. But, you know, an interesting move to say the least. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, all right. Do we, do we want to pivot to a little better or worse? Talk a little uh, all time legacy in honor of All Star Weekend a little bit or. I wanted to touch on Brandon Miller real quick. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't yeah. mind. Crazy, Just due man. to the fact that, uh, well, last night he dropped the 40 ball, which is pretty cool. Um, What's not cool is uh, <laughs> the allegations that are. Yeah. We thought uh, <laughs> John teammates or whoever pointing the old Todd laser site at the uh, Pacers boss was bad. Um. Yeah, I keep making jokes, but this is it's a pretty serious situation. Um, it, you guys are gonna have to basically you enlighten you. So he's a star yeah. player at Alabama. No, like and I know the details, but like everything yeah. I saw was like he hasn't been charged with. He anything. hasn't been charged because all he did per se was just um, give him the murder weapon. The gun. Which I, yeah. how can you not get? Okay, I I don't want to go too deep into this. But yeah, this is some Alabama like. <laughs> I'm sorry, he would not be playing a game and dropping 41 in a game winner the day after he gets allegated that. Oh yeah, he just gave the blicky off to his teammate. No, that is not. That is like the most. I mean, I don't want to get on like, here and say too much, but bro, come on. What would bro. the charge be? The charge would be like a co-conspirator to murder, to manslaughter, or murder, right? And nobody. Yeah, I mean, has I mean, someone probably someone probably wouldn't have died if he didn't hand off the strap. So, well, yeah, I mean, yeah. I don't is know. That I like, mean, is I, that like officially a confirmed story though, or is that like? I guess that's where I'm a little like. See, this is when it comes down to the Alabama activities, I man. I I don't know. I honestly don't know the specifics. All I know is I pulled up this video and. While he's playing against South Carolina, what was this yesterday? Oh, I saw. Yeah, the they're, they're chanting, chanting lock, lock him up. Him up. <laughs> I mean, dude, I, so I just the fact that he played in a game so like regardless of his involvement, even if that isn't true, I mean, dude, that that's just a bad look. I feel like just oh, at the very the least, coach said it was even worse. Yeah, at the very least, you should have at least stepped away from the team. Like, yeah, dude. I mean, you're you're caught up in some real serious stuff, man. And like, they're the one teammate. He's just shipped off to jail for probably life, and he's out here. You know, oh yeah, I got a game tomorrow. Let's get it. Like, I don't know. That that just didn't really sit right with me. I'm not trying to say he's guilty or anything. I think it's like, like I don't really know. For like, me, the whole it's situation, less about. But... For me, it's less about him and like the actual allegations, and more like why did they the team like if somebody on the team actually like committed a murder. Why oh, is yeah. the rest of the team playing a game like two? That's minutes? exactly that's that's the like, that's, like the game like should I just said, been postponed. Like the whole where else does this that. type of stuff happen? Nowhere. Oh, maybe yeah. Louisiana. Yeah. Well, the Louisiana, maybe. Maybe you, Miami. I mean, I, I don't know. I guess, I guess down in Memphis, you know, according to Ja and his yeah, game. Where did, where did Aaron Hernandez, you know, U.S., go to Aaron Hernandez? Yeah. Oh, geez. Yeah, he did go to Jeez. Florida. <laughs> some down in the South, man. They're oh, cooking geez. something. In there. It's a mentality, man. It's it a mentality. Is. Because, <laughs> no, this is what their coach said. He goes, they, they asked him, hey, you know, what about the gun your player slid to a, a guy who murdered some? He goes, the team can't control everything anybody does outside of practice. That's a bad. Idea. And he said, That's "Nobody knew than anything you guys have said." He goes, and he continues. He continues That's to die so on the hill. Bad. He goes, "Nobody knew this was going to happen. College kids are out and about, and Brandon hasn't been in any type of trouble, nor is he in any type of trouble with this case so far." 
So are they okay? So are they all false accusations then? Like, is this just like? Well, it's so new that we don't know yet. But that's we probably don't why he's know that. Yeah, but I think part of it was uh, like he, there was some truth, like Brandon Miller saying, like, oh, like he, like he had some knowledge, and definitely about the weapon, man. Like, <laughs> even if I it think... wasn't like this classic, like handoff, go do it. It might have been one of those things where, like, Darius Miles, the guy who, like, did it. Um, yeah. It's like, hey, man, can I, like, need And then, like, a couple days later, it happened. And, again, this is all speculation. Yeah, I was going to say. But the fact like... the coach comes out right away. I mean, there's p- former players. Greg McElroy calls Nate Oates' comments despicable, embarrassing, and completely unsympathetic. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. You get how today's yeah, you know, I mean, world I works, think but correct it further justifies Colin Malone probably playing up to play in games. Like, because I don't know. Like the whole team. If if some what, like Darius Miles was like literally on the team like last week or two weeks ago, I'm I'm right. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah, the whole team should not be playing a game if this is going on. Like, should be I mean, this is a hot take, but they shut down the whole NBA for a glorified flu. And we're not going to do it when somebody's accused of a murder. But I'll never forget I Rudy Gobert. Yeah, hey, I'll, he that's all I'm going to say. I, I don't want to stay on this topic for too much longer, but I think we can just let our intuition, you know, obviously let the case play out, but we'll just let our intuition, you know, decide what we think, which uh, oh. I look <laughs> good, but hey, you know, I wish them all the best. I, you know, prayers up for the family of the victim, but. Just not a good situation, man, at all. Projected lottery GTA this year. I'm telling you, the side quests keep piling up. I don't understand. I'm I'm scared. Honestly, a couple months more in what we're gonna see. We have not finished February. Can you imagine what life's gonna be like in June, July? The last time we had a a February like this, it didn't end well. I'm just saying, man. Just <laughs> saying. I'm just yeah. saying. I said, you know, we got to March. It wasn't a good finish. But um, oh, all right, man. let's pivot a little bit to uh, better or worse, uh, and let's kick it off with, uh, you know, a guy that I I just generally don't like that much. But that's just me. I still respect his game, and and then that's Paul Pierce, man. This guy, he talks a big game. He's not Kobe though, as Draymond. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he's still. NBA top 75 player, according to the NBA themselves, Hall of Famer, champion, 10-time All-Star. So, um, Luca, you're the guest, I guess, at this point. I, I you know, Okay. So, yeah. You know. I for, Just before <laughs> I even say anyone, who, who's going to say it? Because it's not going to be me. The player, it's, it's not going to be me. Who's going to say it? Say what? Caleb, <laughs> I know I know you know exactly who I'm talking about. I, I ain't going to say it. We don't, talking there's, about- I'm talking about D. Wade. Oh, I actually wasn't. Paul Pierce, better or worse, D Wade. I don't even. No. Oh, no. I'm saying. I I... thought Jalen buried it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, No, I I just wanted to make sure. Paul Pierce. Yeah. I just wanted to make sure that 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 name doesn't come up because that's just disrespectful. But anyway, (laughs) let's get on to, let's get on to, you know, the, the, the real players here. Yeah. Um, anyway, so Paul Pierce, better or worse than Jimmy Butler. Ooh, I got some good Ooh, names, man, for both Paul and the other oh guy. My. That's that is a good one. Pull up Jimmy's ugly uh, media day picture. How much do I love Jimmy Butler? Not enough to defend this, man. I, I, just just because Paul Pierce was definitely 
more like superior offensively won a ring with the Celtics who at the time definitely had competition. I mean, they had that big three, but um, even just like, I feel like Paul Pierce, this, and this is again, all emotions, things like we talk about Jordan going out on top and Paul Pierce went out in such a bad way. I mean, he should have tried like three years earlier. Exactly. And he was kind of just bouncing from teams, Wizards, Clippers, like just trying to collect contracts. And I think that really, really diminishes his value because even before that big three got there, like that team was able to build around Paul Pierce. Like there has to be um, some credibility in that to be like, yeah, we're going to go out and get KG Ray Allen, you know, draft Rondo because like, this is our guy and they got it done. Um, As much as I love Jimmy Butler, he got very close, but he's never gotten it done, you know, wh- wherever he's been. And um, so I'm going to have to roll Paul Pierce, but I really love Jimmy Butler's player, and he's definitely better defensively than Paul Pierce. I will say this. I agree. I think Pierce gets the edge because of that championship. He's definitely a better scorer, but Jimmy is he's not like – I. Jimmy's a way better defender. So yeah, I he can switch one through five. That's what I love about Jimmy Butler. Yeah. Um, I will say this, though, uh, and this is living in the world of hypotheticals. If Jimmy Butler had either pulled off that shot against the Celtics last year and found a way to beat the Warriors or had beat the Lakers in the bubble and had a ring as the bus driver, I don't know if it's close. Like, that's a genuine, like, yeah. I don't that's know if take. it's close if Butler has that ring. Uh, but for now, um, and it's looking like that will continue after this season, I think I'm going to give Pierce the edge. Probably solely because of that championship. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, mm-hmm. let me also ask you guys this, because at least for Paul Pierce, um, I picked all current players. So legacy-wise, I mean, I, I kind of figured you guys would lean Paul, but both in their primes, one-on-one, who do you guys got? Mm, like, man. I feel like that would be a great game to watch, man. I, w- I would say I think it just Paul Pierce would hit more shots if he gets the opportunity. Well, did he go to the bathroom um, before the game? Or that's a that's a big no, one. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. Neither <laughs> players went to the okay. bathroom before the okay, game. Well, okay, well, I Jimmy, Jimmy Butler for sure. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah. Jimmy Butler no wheelchairs in the facility. There's nothing. It's you're just okay. you know you gotta keep it in there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I mean, I we could couldn't say, do Paul Pierce without yeah. me. Sorry, but yeah. <laughs> no, that's a good one. Go ahead, Chris. Definitely a good one. Make your take. Oh, my player that I was going to bring to the table. I kind of well, who are you taking in the one on one? Oh, I just I, I took Jimmy Butler in terms of we're mm-hmm. taking like their their best season. I feel like Jimmy Butler is they're like almost this. I wouldn't say the same build. Jimmy Butler's more athletic. They, I mean, he's definitely could lock up Paul Pierce. So I think just a matter is Paul Pierce going to lock up Jimmy Butler. And uh, I don't know, man. But I could see it the other way where, like, Paul Pierce has a bunch of shots. Like you guys said, it'd be a good game. I don't think it's Jimmy Butler, hands down. I just think I think I'd in go that with... type of setting, one-on-one, like, a lot of pressure on, I think defense would probably win that battle. I think I'd go Pierce. I think Ironically, I think offense wins this battle uh, because ironic, there, yeah. the, there is it's like KD, it's a different story, but these guys are like they measure up the same. No, yeah, this Jimmy is Butler's very got a longer wingspan. I'm, I'm tempted to go Jimmy, but there's a level to Jimmy where it's like, man, 
Paul Pierce could probably just sag off and give him like let him shoot threes and might find a way to win the game because of that. Not, not, no, <laughs> not, not that's, dude, why I that's what I was thinking. That's not what I was thinking clutch. too. Because I feel like dude, I could, I could truly Jimmy go either Butler way. And his time in Miami has shot 24, 25, 23, and 30 percent this year from three. Okay, well, I'm, yeah. I'm talking about playoff Jimmy. <laughs> yeah, in a like game on the line. That is insane. That is insane. You flip over to Jimmy and his career three-point percentage goes up by like 10 points. Exactly. Like he actually cares about shooting uh, he, when like it's the playoffs, man. I, I don't know why he just likes to do cardio during the regular season. I guess he likes to stay in shape. But, yeah, it's, it's aggravating. Yeah, it's hard to judge a guy like that. He's scarred from Thibodeau, man. So he used to get a, ran to the ground. Now he's, he's just ready for the playoffs. Jimmy's 34% from three career in the playoffs. And Pierce, Pierce is 42. Is in the playoffs? Yeah. 42. Sorry, 35. They moved it. When he yeah, I was about to. Uh, no way. I remember that Lakers series, bro. There's no way. They shot like 30% as a team. Why does the the okay the three point and the two point flip when you click on playoffs on basketball reference? So that's dumb. Uh career 36% three point shooter is yeah, so really not years. not like lights and days ahead of Jimmy. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's especially in a one on one. I mean definitely just threes, I'm taking Paul Pierce for sure. I mean, I oh. I think that's just a given. But like one v one, like I said, I think it'd go either way. I mean, obviously. We love our hypotheticals, but we're never going to get to the end of this. So I will yeah, say Jimmy's yeah. got the mentality. So you know, oh yeah, Pierce definitely does. So you know, word word, take that with a grain of salt. So I'll um, bring another I'm, guy to the the floor here. Um, we'll throw in. Uh, this is gonna be interesting, man. And I'm really curious if you guys take on this. Vince Carter. Ooh, better or worse than Paul Pierce? Two guys who played a long time. Yeah, Vince Carter. Yeah, we'll keep like three decades, but like that's we get good memories of Vince because of how long he played. But I don't think people realize like he wasn't very good for the back half of his career. Uh, and I say half, but I mean, he it's... wasn't as bad as Pierce was the last two years of his career. He wasn't as bad, but uh, I, I'm like, just curious when like he had a serviceable value. role. He was just an old head on the bench. I just remember him coming out like 40, 42 years old wearing a headband. He like goes baseline and dunks and everyone gets super hype. Yeah. I mean, he wasn't really, you know, he wasn't like a core piece to the offense. I feel like Paul George or Paul George, Paul Pierce, when he was older, he was still like kind of involved. But I mean, he kind of wasn't, you know, the best. But yeah, I know this is tough, though. I feel like when as soon as you said Vince Carter, I think I lean Vince Carter either way. Um, but I don't really know how legacy, you know, championships and all that stacks up. But I think just raw player, I would. Yeah, I think Paul Pierce probably has that edge. But I don't know, man. I this is tough. I love Vince Carter's peak. I really do. What's really tripping me up though is yeah, when you bring up those championships awards i understand he played in the time of like even jordan was still like a, a relevance you know towards the back half of his career i mean kobe he was basically the entirety of kobe's career vince carter was there for um it's just i think he had a very difficult amount of players to compete with but i don't know if 
Oh man, that's why I asked you this question. I actually don't have an answer. I'm I'm not gonna put the hammer down, but I'm gonna give my take here. Uh, Paul Pierce, ten-time All Star, has the ring, four All NBAs, uh, and that Finals MVP, and he's on the NBA five team. Uh, The key focus there, Finals MVP, should mean a lot, in my opinion. Yeah. Vince Carter, eight All-Stars, two All-NBAs, All-Rookie, and then Rookie of the Year. And that's really it for career accolades. Um, I think so He's just been... missing the ring in MVP, or Finals MVP. Yes, uh, Vince definitely did it longer and was better for longer. However, they both had objectively fairly long careers and were effective for very, very long times when compared to the rest, you know, you know, comparative, right? They both had long careers and they were successful. Uh, I think that uh, I think that once again, to me, Pierce's ring and Finals MVP in the same way that it did with Jimmy just puts him over the edge. Here, like it, it's just like you can't. He has more All NBAs as well, but like you can't like bus driver, bus rider conversation. I feel like Vince was definitely a bus driver who just didn't kind of in that same like T Mac vein had a little more playoff success than T Mac did, but like just never really like. Got over that. Hump no, I can never like, get a, it. like a true like force. You know what I mean? Like yeah. Uh, yeah. And Pierce, like as much help as he got, you know, with KG and whatnot, uh, and Ray Allen, uh, you can't take away from the Finals MVP, right? Like that speaks that you were the best player on a championship team. So uh, I'm going Pierce. Yeah, I, I think I'd have to agree. I, I would go Pierce too. I just before like before you looked that up, I wasn't even sure about how the legacy stacked up, but. I don't know. Vince Carter was definitely a lot more flashy. I'll give him that. But yeah, Paul Pierce mm-hmm. overall. Yeah, I'd give it to him. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I got an interesting one here. And I'm interested to see where you guys go with this. Because um, I, I might I might contradict myself a little bit. But uh, better or worse all time than Paul Pierce, Kevin Garnett. Hmm. I mean, Kevin Garnett, didn't he get a league MVP? Uh, like, when he was with yeah. the Timberwolves, he was, like, kind of ridiculous, man. Honestly, and even though he wasn't the bus driver for that finals team, per se, he was, like, the Celtic situation now, where he was 1B. Like, KG yeah. was that dude. Like, uh, they definitely don't win anything without him, either. I'm going to, yeah, I feel like you, I mean, you said you're going to contradict yourself. K- KG doesn't have that finals MVP. But I don't, I don't know think if I, I care. care. Yeah, yeah. I, I that's I'm, what I I'm remembering the Timberwolves days, man. I thought you guys oh, yeah. were gonna defend uh, Pierce more, but no, yeah, I I'm meant like KG I meant fair. like KG doesn't have the Finals MVP, and now I'm about to make the case for KG. So maybe that wasn't as good as I thought. But um, no, it's all good. Bro's yeah. OP. Like back back in yeah. the days, like the Timberwolves days, he literally just didn't have a team. Yeah, yeah and like, got some Kevin teammates earlier. Yeah, they, they probably would have had a dynasty if the Celtics got him in like can you imagine like two thousand, even two thousand three. That's like a couple's championship. I mean, like right they, they did go to what two finals in three years? Like it's not like they didn't. Right, I'm just saying it could be a lot more fast. with like a prime KG, not a like best or the last couple good years he's got. I mean, yeah, that's just my take on it. I, oh, yeah, Kevin Garnett, man. All right, well let me let me let me flip this around because now I'm thinking off the cuff a little bit. Um, how about Ray Allen then? He's got more rings. I uh, talk about those Bucks days. Or are we going Pierce? 
I feel like Pierce was a more like complete player than Ray Allen. Um, yeah. Obviously, Ray Allen's up there with Curry, you know, greatest shooter of all time. I mean, he's Ray Allen's at least top three. Um, so that's what makes mm-hmm. this tough. But oh man, Ray Allen just needed a bit more, man. Yeah. He just needed like a bit more, like an MVP, a run. Like a, if they would have got to the finals with the Bucks instead of the Sixers that one year, I think that would have been something for him. But yeah, it's really hard to like firmly put him over Paul Pierce. I feel like I, mean, Ray I think it's Allen very is, close. When it when you look at like role play NBA, you know history role players, he is you know about as good as it gets. I feel like in role players and Paul Pierce, I. Oh, yeah. I feel like he never really what he was that guy on most teams he was on. So, well, at least the Celtics when he was really good. But yeah, I I probably have to give it to Paul Pierce, just just overall. All right, all right. Yeah. It's oh, interesting when you when you pull up Ray Allen's basketball reference. His last year in Seattle, averaged twenty six point four, and his first year in Boston, he dropped to seventeen and a half. It's crazy. Which is especially crazy his points because usually go up. Like it's, it's clearly by year. Look at but I also feel like yeah, he went team, from 13 shot attempts to seven. Yeah, two, but I also feel like that team, the Supersonics to the Celtics, they're you know he went from winning however many games to being on the, yeah. that Celtics team. Yeah. So he's knowing his role, and it eventually paid off. So I don't yeah. blame him. Yeah. 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 All right, yeah, Luke. Time. You got yeah, Luke. You got another name for us. You said you had a lot. Yeah. Oh. I well, I, I have two more guys, but they're kind of like after this conversation. They're these are two guys who are in the NBA, so the legacy conversation doesn't really yeah. stack up. Okay. So I mean, I'll just rifle them off just because. I guess we can, you know, think about yeah. The we can rifle them off and go on and Lamar Odom. Like we, we still yeah. have another guy. Too, yeah, so. I had um, I had Paul George and Chris Middleton for better or worse. And Paul yeah, no offense to Middleton, he's he's got what yeah. he's going to do. Yeah. Um, that's not Middleton. PG's Paul George is interesting. <laughs> it's interesting. I but think one on one, I'm taking taking PG. Like not really thinking about it because you got the defense, no. equivalent offense. Yeah, yeah. PG's like six foot nine. But I'm telling you, but that, that Finals MVP goes a long ways, man. It, it doesn't way off P. Like that's he's <laughs> he. That's a thing. Like he's not really that good in the playoffs. I'll have a couple of games where he pops off, but I don't I think he's as bad as people take. give him a rap for. But no, yeah. but they definitely take a dip and not getting, or you know, like you said, that Finals MVP or just a Finals win. Um, it is very difficult to uh, put him over Paul Pierce. Yeah, I think when here's a thought: when PG retires, are we gonna like look at him kind of the way, the same way we just looked at Vince Carter, just as a better defender? Like he just it's was very possible, really man. good, they, really they... good at getting a bucket, great defender, but just like never really found playoff success. Oh, I mean, very good point, playoff yeah. success. You know, he's supposed to be in a perfect situation in LA, and then it's just not played out. You know, Paul George from the corner. Oh, he bricks it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there's just so many images in my head. Or the um, fact that the fact that uh, th- it is on record on film in 4K that he's telling you know the co- the press after he gets gamed by Damian Lillard. I don't care what anyone says. That's a bad shot, bro. Yeah, come on. Hey, Dame came out and said that down. too, like three years later. Yeah, like yeah. the time is ticking down. You know a shot's going up. I'm not saying he could have defended it better. I'm just saying 
the superstar on the other team has the ball in his hand. He's known to do this type of stuff. He's done it in the past. You can't say that, bro. You just take it like, you know, yeah, damn, you that, that was a great shot. Like he made it, he made it over me. My six, nine defensive specialist frame. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I, I love Paul George, but man, he just, he's just, he's goofy. He's goofy, man. Yeah. He's goofy. Takes his own grave sometimes. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. It's an interesting conversation. But uh, let's let's let's, put, let's pivot to the Lamar Odom because I've got an interesting one. I want to see how you guys react because it could be extreme or it could be not. So better <laughs> or worse all time. Uh, and you know what, man? I have to admit, looking at Lamar Odom, I he, I had to look up his numbers because I really like it. It's just you weren't familiar with his game. I was not familiar <laughs> with his game. <laughs> but you realize he's got some game. But I think yeah. Lakers fans think he was way better than he was. Yes. Yeah. yeah Magic Johnson two point so all yeah, time, that's no, no. <laughs> that was the idea. That was the uh, yeah, idea. that was the idea. Yeah. Okay. Well, he's not that, and that's not <laughs> comparing him to. Um, so obviously, Lamar Odom's got those championships, and he's got a six man of the year award. Uh, but better or worse, all time than Julius Randle. Very similar play styles. Mm. Very. Ah, I had him on my list too. Ah. <laughs> what has Julius Randle done? No, I've been to two All Star games, most improved player, All NBA player. I mean, stop it. Lamar Odom never went to an All Star game, man. I just got to say this, man. I feel like, I feel like Julius Randle, like, I feel like all the other people in the three point contest, like, oh, yeah, like, they're open for three. This is a very poor, yeah. Leave him open. I I feel like he got in because he takes a lot of threes, not because he takes a lot of threes. Like, some games, yeah, he'll hit like six threes, but most games he's shooting, like, (laughs) Looking at his basketball oh. reference, last year he averaged 5.4 three-point attempts and made 1.7. Oh, this year he's averaging geez, eight, and he's making 2.7. <laughs> That's a one-point jump, like, baby. Like on. on a Tom Thibodeau team, how is he still getting the green light? How? Yeah, he's shooting how? 33%. He can't give it all to Brunson. That, I mean. that, nah, that's how you know it's a player's league when like guys like that can just – that was in 25. I mean, yeah, I guess the, the Knicks as a team aren't that bad. And I know he probably gets a lot of his own boards, but like Julius Randle's such like an odd player. And t- t- to be honest, a very different play style than Lamar Odom. Um, it just because Lamar Odom was able to get championships and contribute positively. I mean, I have a feeling if you put him on the Knicks back in the day, he'd probably go crazy and shot Chuck too. Um, yeah, that's I mean, he was just the nice. first, as far as I've researched, after becoming more familiar with this game, he seems to be the first <laughs> of this like uh, straight forward archetype. Yeah, point four. Yeah. You know, archetype, and, that, and that's why Julius Randle came to mind. So he's a Chuck Four archetype, right? He's he's stretching the okay. floor metaphorically. Okay, but come on, like... it's not that bad. He's shooting 46 percent from the field this year. From the field, okay. From th- from three, like thirty-three, thirty-four percent. From three, I don't want to hate on Julius Randle compared to his days in LA, man. When he was a rookie, dude, he's gotten so much better. So I'll I'll give him his props, but like, yeah, at the same time, man, like, just I don't know. He he is, like you said, he's just kind of an oddball player, and that kind of so is Lamar Odom. He was like that kind of archetype, but they they do have different play styles. I mean, I'm definitely giving this to Lamar Odom, but. 
I think Randall, I, I don't know, man. It's just some of his shot selection when I when I see him, man. It, it grosses me out. Maybe yeah, it's personal bias, too. I will say there's personal bias in this. Like, I can't stand watching Julius Randall play. Yeah. And uh, Mar Odom, like, when like he's good at Randall. Mar Odom never but... averaged 20 points a game. I don't care. Just Paul Pierce never averaged a triple double. Is he, like, you know, up there with Westbrook? Who, yeah, maybe in terms of who did that? Whatever. You're. We'll Russell Westbrook, he averaged a triple double. Yeah, I think Russell Westbrook. Sorry, it's a Kendrick Perkins quote. You compared all time player than Paul Pierce. It was like it was. I'm sorry, that was like a Easter egg with like Kendrick Perkins was being Steph Curry and Russ, and he's like, "Well, Russell Westbrook averaged a triple double." It's like, okay, I mean, yeah. like, like I love that Julius Randle. Actually, you know like, what? what? Let's pivot. What does he really I, do? I do have a question for specifically you, Christian, when it comes to Russell Westbrook and averaging a triple double. Where is that yeah. energy? And I know what your answer is going to be, so maybe I shouldn't make myself look like. But where is that energy with Jokic, man? I mean, I don't feel like I've talked bad about Jokic, have I? No, I'm. Yeah, I'm asking where is it at? Because if Westbrook's a stat pattern for averaging a triple double. Okay, Jokic well, Jokic like is one, he's one of the floor. most efficient players in NBA yeah, history, yeah, and he has even finished his career. So, yeah, that's, that, the that's really that the only right. knock. Westbrook's yeah, nickname is Westbrook. I do have a, so. I have a bone to pick when it comes to like maybe not the Westbrook Jokic talk conversation, but like the Jokic is about to win his third MVP, and like it, I just like, dude, he probably is, bro. Everybody gets honest. this voter fatigue when this happens, and it's like, why is he not getting the same treatment? Because like, if if there was the same standard, LeBron would have like eight. Like, it's kind of like just – it's becoming very inconsistent. Yeah, I'd agree. That's it, why you bother, can't have like, media why members. He, why is Jokic not getting that treatment if he's going to win his third? And, like, it just bothers me. But yeah. No, yeah. I digress. Um, he's just that good, bro. It's great. The stats back it, back it up, which is the insane part. And then you look at him, and you're like, wow, this guy, this guy. is this, this is the guy. guy is the guy dropping <laughs> triple doubles every yeah. night. Like, what? <laughs> the joke. Oh, my gosh. Unreal. Nice. All right, so you guys are both going Odom. Um, I think one on one, I'm definitely taking Randall, but all time, I think if Ra- I'm taking Odom all time, if Randall can make like one decent playoff run with the Knicks or something, like maybe East finals appearance or something, like not even like that you ain't know, gonna happen anytime. I know it's. Not, I'm not gonna lie, man. I feel know. like if I flip this coin like right next to me, like it's a toss up whether Julius Randall. Beats Lamar Odom because he plays like an NBA player, or he shoots himself out of the gym, and Lamar Odom wins by just taking layups. Like that's how I feel about Julius Randle. I agree that like there's talent there, but like, dude, oh my, he actually is. I feel like the power forward edition of like Russell Westbrook. That's yeah, how I feel. He do begin hella rebounds though. That's well, we how I feel. Rest of the, we didn't talk about rebounds. Rest of the Clippers either, actually. Yeah, because all they did was get a little bit better John Wall. I mean, it's nothing really much that's, than they had before. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that, that's I guess how that's I technically even debatable, yeah. but I'm just going to – I don't even <laughs> want to talk <laughs> about that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even want to get yeah, into that's that, a, bro. That's a, that's a whole road. Um, All right. No, All okay. Right. Who, else for, who else for Lamar? I'll go. I'll go. I'll go. Yeah. So, yeah, um, Lamar Odom, better or worse than Kevin Love? Wow. Kevin Love. Yeah, that's my. Immediate. I actually don't think it's close for me, because I remember how good he was in the Timberwolves. If he got anybody else but Johnny Flynn and Ricky Rubio, like prime K Love and Steph Curry, they might do something. That's the whole reason he got moved. 
Yeah. And then if he actually kisses their God as good as they were yeah, with the Cavs. Dude. Like he he did like take a step back, win his championship with the Cavs, and still low key put up good numbers. Holy crap. Kevin Love averaged 15 rebounds a game in 2011. Yeah, he had a 30 and 30 <laughs> game. <laughs> like crazy. he was nuts, dude. Uh, I mean, yeah, Kevin Love with the Timberwolves is like one of those guys in like forgotten history. One because it is the Timberwolves. Um, but no, I, I'm going to take him all day long. I want to take love as well. Um, my case, I, I like Christian's case, but my case more so is on the fact, like kind of similar vein is the Julius Randall thing where it's like, you take a guy who's actually like been to an all-star game. Like Lamar Odom is probably like one of the best you can get out of a role player without making an all-star game. Right. Being yeah. a very significant contributor on championship teams. But Caleb hat was a significant role player on a championship team. Perhaps the greatest championship team ever as much as that pains me to say. And, um, you know, maybe not the best team ever, but greatest championship. Uh, okay. n- never mind. Never mind. I- I'm not, I'm going to let you, I'll, I'll let you walk with that. Go ahead. No, I'm, no, 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 I, I don't. Go ahead. No, it's too far. No, you got to go ahead. You're greatest championship team of I would all say time. 96. I, I think it's the greatest championship one. Like the 2016, like that's the hardest championship. Ever. Okay, well, that, that's not what you said. That's, that's yeah, I just... know. I tried to correct myself. I think the okay, greatest, okay, the greatest okay. team of all time is the '96. I was gonna say. I mean, yeah. I I don't remember the greatest team not having Michael Jordan on it. But anyways, you're not gonna catch me ever saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was. I, I, okay, out of character. I was yeah. gonna say. Yeah, I I just had to check you a little bit. But yeah, all yeah. right, fair enough. Fair enough. I, I respect it. Everybody's got to be kept honest. But K-Love has five all-star games to, like, conclude. Like, this guy has been, like, a significant great player in the league for a long time and not more than a role player, I guess, you know? Oh, yeah. So, K-Love. But that's a good one. K-Love for sure. Oh, yeah. Christian, you got you got a guy? Yeah, I do. I think you guys are going to love this one. Oh, boy. Ah, uh, boy. Lamar Odom. Better or worse than this dude and his wackadoodle jumper. Sean Marion. Oh my gosh, I gotta be familiar with his. Okay, now. yeah. The I think wise, I, I think no. I, you know what I'm. I think I with? know. You know what I'm familiar. I think with I, I know. When it comes to Sean Marion, his 2K release man. Yeah, that's oh, about exactly. it. That's about exactly. it. So I'm hoping there's no Four ill feelings. He was very good with the Suns. He all won a championship eight. with Dirk. You know, in the Mavericks. And was like kind of the first one of those like three and D guys that we've come to be accustomed with. Like, I think he'd be very successful in today's NBA. Um, I just think he didn't get as much hype because he was on the Lakers. He was on the Suns and the Mavericks, who at the time, you know, were obviously not the Lake Show. Give me the Matrix, but, man. No question. Yeah, dude. Give the me the Matrix. Matrix. Sean Mary. Dude, Come on. Give him his love. I think looking at the box, you know, the basketball reference, I think that uh, for someone I'm not. Super familiar with, uh, it speaks well of be- him. You know, you've become yeah. familiar with his game. I've become yeah. a little bit more familiar. No film watched, but uh, a little bit more familiar with with the Matrix, as it says in the second line in parentheses. I mean, oh yeah, Sean Dwayne Marion and his Twitter. But uh, the Matrix, great, yeah, bro. four All Star games, kind of the same argument as Caleb. So I'll go with Sean Marion. That's a that's another one, man. I, I still have beef with him from 2K, like 12. Yeah, I figured there might be some bad blood, but uh, uh, maybe it was on those like those like 
historic teams, the Dallas one. Or- yeah, it was definitely just, the 2010-11 Mavericks. I know what you're talking about. I just remember loving to shoot threes with him, but he, they never went Never in, goes bro. in. They, <laughs> they love to shoot him, but they just brick every time. That's like when was it was it like Omar Seek who would like his 2K free throw release? He would like get to the oh. thing, he'd be like, and then shoot it. He would like double clutch a free throw. Yeah, the hiccup. Yeah. Oh man. God, so he's got a hitch and a half in his shot. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, All right. right. Signature else? segment. No, I yeah. mean, yeah, unless you guys had no. No, I don't have anybody else for Lamar. I didn't think we had a lot for Lamar Odom. And I know we opened up the rules a little bit for our uh Yeah. Yeah, this after doing some uh, becoming familiar with a lot of people's random people's games, I realized we might have made a grave mistake. Yes, I probably did. Okay, before we start this, for the record, can we make sure they retired by like 2015? Like, please tell me, guys, didn't bring like 90s, 80s players to okay. No, I have the oldest guy I have is like. 2018, I think, was my line. Okay, that's that's a solid line. I yeah, like. I, I think we're good. I think we're good. Yeah. Uh, wait. Let me just make sure. Yeah. No. I I thought that the I thought it was like five. It had to be five years. But I had some guys retire in like 16, 17, 17, 18. That's cool. Honestly. Yeah. Like, I and, uh, like... I, I was pretty terrified. Like just the. Yeah. I mean, the I, amount, especially first first sheer episode. Amount. We do this. We can't just, you know, rip some rip no, some No, I'm making sure the, these guys whatever. are like credible. Like you know these players. You both Yeah, oh, you know all my players for sure. You should. Well, the third guy is to toss up, but other two, yeah, you know for sure. Hey man, why don't you kick it off then? Why don't you get us rolling? Right, I'm ready to gotta, go. This is, yeah, this is gonna yeah, I'm my not. gears are gonna be I scared. Am, I am scared. For the record, uh, no you got film this study. Chunk. No film study was done on my end uh, to study oh, for my geez. opponents, but uh, you know, we're just gonna roll with it. 2K is gonna carry me to a dub here. Okay, so are we are we given years? Or are we just gonna? Uh, I, feel like I think we, we have, have to. to. I think we have to now. All right, so. <laughs> This guy was drafted by the Golden State Warriors in 2005. God. I really hope this we didn't have the same guy. This seems like a guy who some one of you guys would pick. But anyway, so drafted by the Warriors in 2005. He was there from 2005 to 2012. He then was traded to Chen's Milwaukee Bucks for two years. What? Um, after 2013, he went to the Dallas Mavericks for two years. My man. My and man. After Dallas Mavericks, he went to the Indiana Pacers from 2015 to 17, where he finished off his career. I don't know about that. And yeah, I just figured this is a somewhat easy guy. I'm just going to kick off the new I mean, segment. Y- yeah, and... with, the, with the Bucks, you, you definitely got me. Jen, you um, got it? I do. Yeah. I, I have my guess is Monte Ellis. That's a great guess. That, that is my answer. <laughs> yeah. I, yep. sure. I just didn't yeah. remember Monte the Pacers Ellis. for some reason. I, I remember him from that. 2K in the Pacers. I'm not, I don't know why, but his mid range yeah, on the Pacers so was the money. Mid money Monte, bro. That's, that's a great yes. one. That is a yeah, I, I didn't one. want to do something crazy at first. So Monte Ellis, just to give us a baseline, you know, well, I'm not saying everyone has to be easy, but like, you know, just yeah. for the viewers. I'll, I'll kick know. it off with my biggest name, I guess. Um, originally drafted in 2004 by the Chicago Bulls. 
Uh, he was with them all the way through the 2014 season and 2013-14 he went to the Cavs. Uh, the year after that, he was with the Miami Heat from 2014 through 2016. Then 2016 through 2018, he was with the Lakers. And the last year of his career, 2018-19, he retired with the Timberwolves. Okay. That career path tracks for some reason. It's not. Oh, my. Now it does. Wow. 2004. The... He seems that old, though. Can to you be go honest. to the teams again? Do you want the years, too, or no? No, nah, no, nah, I don't need okay. the years. Bulls, Cavs, Heat, Lakers, Peebles. Yeah, I'm going to be honest, Luke. I feel like the last four teams just don't help you. It, it really uh, is yeah. a matter of you either know you played for the Bulls or you don't. Well, you said this is kind of somewhat of a big name, right? Mm-hmm. The biggest name I picked. <laughs> That's all I said. I mean, I was thinking. You definitely like, know yeah. this player. You definitely you know. You totally do. You do, yeah. Jeez, Bulls. We've talked about him. Of course we have. Who haven't we talked about? We've even <laughs> talked about Ish Smith. <laughs> and who's that? Who's that one guy who I um you can't even on the Pelicans who Christian had for who he played for? I forget his name. I don't know. Just some oh uh, Garrett, no, Garrett Temple. Garrett Temple. Oh, yeah. yeah, we've talked about Garrett Temple, so okay. No, this guy like he he oh, he's got a bigger name than that. Bulls. Yeah. So you said yeah. Bulls, Cavs. He's a long time starter. Man, he was averaging 40 minutes a game in 2011 and 2012. Yeah, of course. Thibodeau, you know, was minutes, but, you know, he definitely, yeah, you saw him on the court, that's for sure. How am I blanking on this? I had someone and I. Oh, you're going to be so mad. I, yeah, (laughs) I know. I know I'm going to be mad. mad. Bulls, Cavs. So, Bulls, Cavs, heat does not help me at all. Nah, to be honest, nah. I remember him a little bit with the Lakers, man, maybe. I don't remember him with the Lakers. I think that's because I remember most players with the Lakers outside of Isaiah Thomas. I, dude, I don't know. I'm going to be so – I. oh, my God. I don't know. I'm tapping. I'm tapping. Ooh, well, yeah, yeah. Oh, Ooh, my gosh. Come, I cannot believe I missed that. <laughs> <laughs> the one, I was Look literally right going by. through every, like, starter from that era from the Bulls. I was like, dude – not Joe Keem, not like Corey Brewer and Corey all these guys. Brewer. I totally forgot about Luol Deng. Uh, yeah, I didn't know he played hey. for Cleveland. I knew that the Bulls to the Heat was going to like. Heat and Lakers, he I do remember. the Cavs before the Heat, and I was like, I didn't. Know. I don't remember that at all. I don't, I don't remember, remember the Lakers or the T-Wolves. So. Dang. That's great. That was a really good one. Dang. Shout out Luol Deng. I miss yeah. that guy. Yeah, bro. Good old Luol from Sudan. All right. Well, my guy was also drafted by the Bulls. Oh God! At the ripe age, I'm not gonna say the age yet. Um, you, you, but he was 2001, 2002. Okay, when you read off the years, Caleb, are you going by the last year? Is that how you work it? Uh, on basketball for the teams? draft, I say the the very first year, and then by the, the second year, yeah, like uh, I'll say like like Luol Deng. I don't know. I, are you like for 2001, 2002? Do you just say 2002? Is that easier? Yeah. So unless it's the year he was drafted, then I'll say 2001 because that was the 2001 okay. draft. So he was drafted in the 2001 draft. But yeah. so we'll say he wow. kicked off his career, right? Yeah, yeah. But you know what they Brown okay. days. Kwame oh. Brown is gone. <laughs> so, he played with Chicago through the 06 season. From 2007, 2008, 
Then he was with the Hornets. Oh, excuse me. 2010 as well. They just changed it though. Charlotte. Um, then in 2011, he was with the Mavericks. In 2012, 13, and 14, he was with the Knicks. In 2015, he was back with the Mavericks. In 2016, 17, 18, and half of 19, he was with the Suns. Halfway through 2019, Jeez. he got traded to the Lakers. And the last season was uh, 2020. He was with the Rockets. Oh, jeez. This jeez. is not. This Three is not years ago. Good. This is going to be a lot harder than I thought. The Bulls. I Luke, was let me just tell you, Rockets is your best hint. Oh, gosh. He was on the Rockets in That's 2020? Mm-hmm. That's not good, man. And honestly, yeah, I feel bad, Caleb, because I don't think the Bulls is really going to help you too much. But this no, guy I was definitely, thinking like, I believe he definitely got an All Star one season. It looks like and maybe. What year was that? Um, I don't have the little. No, star. I'm sorry, I think it's. Oh yeah, no, it was one time All Star in 2013 with the Knicks. With the Knicks, oh, I ain't Steve and then Novak. That's yeah. He actually he actually made All NBA in 2012. Oh man! Wow, he's a great player. Because yeah, he, and he was again. a defense defensive player of the year in 2012. He was a three-time All Defensive Player. Okay, um, the, the years for what? What? Okay, hold on. Just just go through the teams again. When, oh, when was he on oh the I got it. I got it. I got it. He was on the Bulls initially, right? Okay. From 2002 through 06. I didn't know. Then he, he was with the Hornets from 2007 through 2010. Okay. And he had the Mavericks run with Dirk in 2011. That's a big hint. And he won um, Defensive Player of the Year with the Mavericks. Think no, Mavericks Knicks. Next. Yeah, Maverick. Then he went to the Knicks, and that's where he got his All-Star game in 2013 and got the Defensive Player of the Year in uh, 2012. So he was on Knicks. the Knicks. Yeah, I didn't so know he played for the Bulls. Of the okay. Yeah, and all right, this is my last hint because I'm pretty sure Caleb's got it. He was a part of your death lineup on the Rockets. <laughs> oh my God. You gotta be kidding me, bro. Let me just for the viewers at home. For the viewers at home, Chad's classic matchup on 2K. Milwaukee Bucks versus Houston Rockets. All right. Depending on the years, um, I'm gonna go 2K19 or was it eight? Was it 18 or 19? It had to have been 19. So this is the death line up here. We had uh, Russ. Was it Russ? Was it Chris? It was Russ and Harden. Okay, yeah. So we had Russell Westbrick bringing it up the floor. James Harden at the two. We got PJ Tucker at the three. Tucker. Um, (laughs) I'm assuming who was it? Clint Capella at the four. Yeah, because he's needed boards for Harden, man. Yeah, and my boy. Tyson Chandler at the five, yeah. 72 overall. Oh, yep. my God. That yeah. makes sense. He was a 72 overall because he was 37 years old at the time. Oh, yeah. Year, man. That gave it away to me. That gave it away. Jeez. Yeah, I didn't know. No kidding. Bulls, man. That's crazy. I didn't know they drafted him. I did not know. Oh, yeah. I, well, you said Bulls. I was thinking like early 2000s Bulls, like uh, Ben he was, Gordon. Hurt yeah, he was not Rick. memorable on the Bulls what? at all. That's fair. no way. Um, is it my turn again, or do we, do we go all the way around? Uh, I think oh, I'm, yeah. up, I'm up to that. Yeah, okay. yeah Luke's up. Okay, so, jeez, oh, I I feel bad. There, so I have I have two guys here. 
and I'm choosing between one. One of them is still in the league, but now that I, you know, look at his career path, it, that you guys are both going to get him. So okay. this other guy, okay. oh jeez, I'll, I'll give you guys some hints. So don't don't hate me. So all right, anyway, so this guy was drafted in 2010 by the Utah Jazz. Oh jeez, yeah, this might be impossible. I just looked at all these teams. Okay, um, so yeah, 2010 drafted by the Jazz. Um, he was there until 2015. In 2015-16, he was traded to the Dallas Mavericks. And after that season, he went to the Atlanta Hawks in 2017-2018. And I will just give you a hint now because, Jesus, that's not much to work with. Um, He is a forward, and he may or may not have won a dunk contest. Which means he which means he did win the dunk contest. Isn't that the year Gordon Hayward came out too? What in the world? I have a name, I have I have an educated guess, but the only thing that tracks is the jazz and I think the dunk contest. Jazz dunk contest is about it all you're gonna I had you know, this before you know. I had this before well, I'm not hundred percent sure on the dunk contest. That's throwing that's confusing me more. Did this guy have a weird presence in one of the 2K games? What do you mean? Like in the My Career? Maybe. That, <laughs> maybe he did. Jeez. Uh, what Dunk? was it, like 2K? Like, it must like have been early. 15, maybe. Like they like hyped him up like he was going to be this great player, and then he wasn't. I feel like it had to have been earlier than that. Like 20, like 2K14, 2K13. I honestly I don't know. I can't I Can can't. I get the years again? Yeah. So drafted in 2010 by the Utah Jazz. Um I'll I'll geez, this might be just too I might have crossed the line. Here. I, um, I have a very uh, educated guess. He, second round pick, he was picked number 55. Um you know you should know the name. You've definitely heard of this guy. I mean, he won a dunk contest. Um so yeah, 2010 to 2015, he was with Utah. After that, he went to the Mavericks for one year, 2015-16. And then he went to Atlanta, but he played only like a game there. So that doesn't really help. It doesn't. All right, I have a guess. So okay. He's I don't a forward, and he won a dunk contest. Christian, do you want me to guess or do you want me to wait? I can't believe I'm not really. I can believe it, buddy. This is not much to work with. This is insane. If I I wouldn't have given you the dunk contest, there's no shot any you either. Hey, hey, don't say that, man. Was he in the jazz? Was he on the jazz for that dunk contest? Was he on the jazz? Yeah. Had to be. Yes. He didn't do nothing anywhere else. He won it in 2012. Oh, uh, here's an article. Yeah, I've. He uh, is the worst. Article by Timothy Rapp on BleachReport.com. NBA slam dunk contest to 2012 blank blank is worst slam dunk contest champion ever. You've got to be kidding me. <laughs> I have wow. no clue who this is, bro. All right. I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to fire away. I'm going to say Dante X. Nah, he wasn't a forward. Mm-mm. That's not him. Okay. No. Now I've got He's enough. He was a definite. I like, I would give you hints, but I truly don't. Like, this might have been across the line. This was like my – if you guys were on a roll, I was going to wrap this guy, Dude, but by the guy was too so easy. Cool. So. I think he was a point guard shooting guard. Wasn't he super tall? Yeah, he was six, yeah six, he was like 6'6". Six, 6'5". Six. Six, 
Small. No, I don't. I don't. I don't know, man. I don't know. So you guys are tapping out. Yeah. Adam Morrison. Final answer. <laughs> yeah. No. No chance. <laughs> Dunk yeah, contest no champ on the Jazz, dude. Yeah. I, no shot. All right. Um, you guys are tapped. Okay. I probably crossed the line here. I just had to. You know, I gave you guys the easy one. Had to give you guys the hard one. Uh, this guy, NBA Slam Dunk Contest 2012 winner, Jeremy Evans. Of the Utah that is Jazz, so far across the line. Oh yeah, dude, God. I still don't know who that is. Jeremy dude, I, Evans, who is that? I, oh, I, I feel like I knew him from 2K, like plenty. So I, I low key thought he was on the Kings at some point, but I don't know who else. That's Tyreek Evans. Evans. No, no, Tyreek Evans. No, no, I know, I know that, but I Jeremy, Jeremy Evans. I, I Jeremy think I might have known a Jeremy Evans. I can picture, school. I can picture. No, there's an NBA player, bro. Okay, my bad. I thought, I knew <laughs> no, that's on you. Hey, no, it's hey, it's all good, you man. got me, bro. You got it's all me. about just, finding the threshold. If okay, anyone well. else out there can get this. Like, let us know. DM us. Let, well, uh, DM like, us I'll do a head to head with right. you. Like, <laughs> that, that I think is the line. I, I think it's Jeremy. I think we've hit the like, okay, anything more no name than that. And we're going to be okay. Cool. All right. Well, I just, yeah, I mean, that's I a good set one, though. The bar and end the bar. So now we know Jeremy where it falls in between. Evans. All right. All right. I've got wow. two. I've got two more. Uh, unironically, <laughs> I have another guy who was drafted by the utah jazz in oh, 2013 geez. uh in 2017 he was with the washington wizards <sighs> the next season he was with the new york knicks uh for through 2019 and 20 then he was traded to dallas that same season and in 2019 2020 he was with the 76ers and then he was traded back to dallas or signed with dallas that season as well so he played with Dallas in 2019-2020 as well. He was with Dallas all the way through 2022 and retired or has not played since, I guess, because technically it's last year. And this ain't no Jeremy Evans. You have definitely heard of this player. <laughs> okay, good. Are the years again? It's yes. just a lot, man. The retirements yeah. are throwing me off. Well, they're not retirements. I think they're cuts and sign waves and signs. But either way, uh, twenty thirteen draft class, Utah Jazz, uh, three seasons with them. Twenty sixteen, seventeen with the Wizards. Twenty seventeen, eighteen, all the way through twenty eighteen. Oh yeah. Knicks. Twenty eighteen, nineteen, yeah. also with Dallas, and twenty nineteen, twenty with Philadelphia. I know this same is. season. Dallas, then two more years after that, Dallas through twenty twenty two. Yeah. Okay, uh, I got it now. Michigan guy. Yeah. Tournament Michigan legend. Guy. Tournament legend, yep. Tournament legend for Michigan. Who went that's to what that's his best. Like we can't give you a better hand than that. That is by far his best known. Okay, well I I do not like Michigan. Um can I get like a position? Point guard. Point guard tournament legend. Jazz, Wizards, Knicks. Yeah. Would you say he's, he's the most first round known? pick? I believe. Who's he most uh, known on? What team? The Jazz. I knew, I knew that because the Jazz, they man. Ninth overall. Yeah. Oh, maybe the Mavericks. Oh, I got it. I got it. Michigan actually. Yeah, you're right. That he is a tournament legend. My boy <laughs> Trey yeah. Burke. Yeah. Good man. Yeah. Good man. Oh. Good man. Okay. Draft okay. Trey right. from the T Wolves. So another legacy wasn't that great. 
Flyers made it. So Dude, that 2K story, I remember that trade like it was yesterday. Well, I guess it didn't happen every time <laughs> in 2K, but Trey Burke's another guy I remember from 2K. But, yeah, that was Fantastic. good. 2K13, I had my point guard on the Jazz, and I took his job and uh, him inside <laughs> the floor. So that's why I thought of him because he was a rookie too. But, all right, who's next? Jen, you got another guy? Luke. I don't know. I'm going to save him just for time constraints. And uh, yeah, I think his stats kind of grossed me out. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, don't I have, know how I'll, known I'll he's going to be, to be honest. I, I thought he was pretty known, but he was kind of garbage low key. I'm getting like the John Wall revelation right now. This is like kind of hurting me, man. Okay. I'll, I'll just be quick with this guy. <laughs> the you, John guys Wall get this, you guys should get this uh, guy pretty easily. All right. So, I'll, and I'll give you, I'll give you some good hints here. But anyway, so this guy was drafted. By the Cleveland Cavaliers in 2009, um, spent one year there. He was then traded to the San Antonio Spurs, where he spent the majority of his career, 2010 through 2018. He won a championship with the Spurs. Christian's already got it. Um, he then got traded to say. Toronto, where he won another championship. I got um, it. 2018-19. He went to the Lakers. Yeah, I got it. Won a championship in the bubble. What the heck? I didn't realize. Um, he then went to the Sixers for two years. Didn't do that's Jack. so random, bro. And he got drafted now... by the Cavs. Yeah, and he's now on the Grizzlies. Yeah, unreal. Pretty easy. That's Danny why they want to use this guy. Yep, Danny Green. Yeah. Yeah. No, that was my guess immediately when you said Spurs. Cavs was way out of pocket. That was. Yeah, he was only there for a year. That's great. I thought. I don't know. He seems like a homegrown guy out of San Antonio. Yeah. No cap, that was really quick. I'll roll through this, man, because now you guys can understand my pain. Uh, he he only shot over forty percent from the field in a season once, over forty percent. Okay, that's that needs to be known. Like atrocious shooting splits, but anyways, uh, drafted in two thousand nine or two thousand nine, played two thousand ten with the Bucks. Um, stayed with the Bucks through twenty thirteen. In twenty fourteen, he was on the Pistons until twenty sixteen. So then he got traded halfway through the season to the Magic. Then in 2017, he signed with the Knicks and got traded to the Wizards. And then in 2018, he played a little bit with the Bucks until the next year he was in Russia and gone forever. <sighs> Sounds like a big man. It it's does. not. It's point guard. And oh. uh, yeah. Brandon Jennings? No. Bucks Pistons? Ain't no way. Pistons, that's good. Luke, do you have a uh Brandon, Brandon Jennings? I also thought of OJ Mayo, but I don't think he played for OJ Mayo is good one. Kicked out of the league. Brandon Jennings, he was never on the Magic or the Knicks. <sighs> I'm just thinking Bucks Pistons, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm Bucks just Pistons saying the is good, yeah. Then with Pistons I Magic, think... Magic Knicks. Knicks <laughs> Wizards, I feel like is a good help as well. And then from the Wizards back to the Bucks. Did OJ did the OJ Mayo get like kicked out of the league? Low it's key, not, yeah, and he played for the Grizzlies. That's not OJ um, Mayo, yeah. And yeah, Luke, if you don't have anybody, I'll just reveal it. And it ain't Ricky Rubio point, either. Point guard. Are he in bunch of boxers? Most known, like from going to the Knicks to definitely, the definitely, definitely. Well, known for you guys. Um, I, I would say Knicks definitely to the Wizards. I definitely think Luke and you would remember Wizards. I definitely think Caleb is uh on the right track or maybe currently on it. 
<laughs> um, Luke, not much longer. <laughs> hey, don't like say that. You're gonna seconds. ruin my, my last. My last. Yeah, don't don't say it, Caleb. My last hint is uh, he was Young God Brook. That was his nickname. Dude, I, why are you thinking I have this answer? Yeah, I, I was gonna say, Caleb, you have it. No, he, no, he, he does, he does, because he played behind John Paul, and I didn't want to. One of the names you guys mentioned was right. I just want to. I want to give yeah, Luke Caleb. Who, who is it? I wanted to give it, Luke a chance apparently. to respond, but so is it Brandon Jennings? It is Brandon Jennings. Let's yeah. go. Oh, I was gonna see. Yeah, I'm like that. Wait, are you serious? You like that now? You've not. Dude, but yeah, no, he shot. played for the Magic for 25 games, man. Oh, yeah. Of he course he did. Oh, my gosh. Other yeah. pro league rush out. What, Dang, a, what man. a steal that was. Oh, yeah, was... look at how bad his shooting splits are, dude. You know what, man? DeAndre Jordan just wrecked that man's career. He shot 40% twice. I'm counting that 39. Twice. Sorry. I'm counting that 39.9. <laughs> I'm sorry, bro. That, that is just. No, three times. That, that gives me pain, bro. He shot better from three, it looks like, a couple seasons. First one. To be man, fair, uh, you kind of you missed. He actually went to the Chinese Basketball Association, played for the uh, the Shang-Chi Brave Dragons. Then he came back, Wisconsin Herd, 10-day contract with the Bucks. Then he went over to Russia and played for Zenit St. Petersburg. My bad. I, I didn't know. I didn't know you were a. Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, I'm on Wikipedia. Followed, I'm, on, uh, I'm on Wikipedia. So it's all good, bro. No, I, I don't know if you followed right, or not. I got China. one more to close this out because I, I kind of want to get this guy in there because I need to know if he's on that Jeremy Evans uh, level moving forward as we. Okay, okay, so, okay. I'll go fast. Okay. But, uh, originally drafted by the Brooklyn Nets in 2015, he was with them all the way through 2019. He was with Toronto in 2020. And Portland in 2021, and that's it. Okay, whoa, whoa, say say that again. I just, what are we I just, about? I just got <laughs> drafted by the Nets in 2015. Was there through 2019. Uh, started a very significant amount of games. Uh, played with Toronto in 2020 and Portland in 2021, and has not played since. That's Toronto Trailblazers. So he was on those poverty Nets teams. Yes. He was on the D-Low team, the playoff team. <laughs> yeah, that's, I that's... think I know who this is, man. I'm kind of sad I do. Daddy, yeah. <laughs> is he a forward uh, yeah. with an unnecessarily long name? Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> That is uh, so, so impressive. Here, okay, Christian. for the record. That is so impressive. It is, but for the people out there. Oh, our idea, I think you might know it too. Our idea of opening up to retired players was to find maybe some bigger names with hey, interesting I said, career paths. I, I prefaced this. Not I Jeremy Evans and who this is, bro. I wanted to. Oh, you know, got. <laughs> I wanted to know if this was if it's too far. I will. Okay, does this I mean not too far for me, but like I feel like we're getting <laughs> working. Oh my! Does this guy have a hyphen in his last name? I don't think it's too far, Christian. Does he I'm just saying. Yes, he does. I literally, I know, saying. I can see his face in my head, but I don't know his name. Oh my gosh! You're gonna be so. Was he mad. more of like a small forward or? Yeah, I don't oh, even know. What was know. this guy's name? I can see his face. What did he do? Right He's here. one of those people that you just uh, look at him. And you're like, he what did he do? Double digit points per game once. Can I get the first letter of his of his last name? 
H. What about his first name? R. R. Okay, well. I I promise you once you say it, I'm gonna know it. I can see his face right now. I can see him in a net chair. Are you are you picturing Rondé Hollis Jefferson right yes, now? Yes, dude. <laughs> oh my gosh. Hey, Raptors. Right. If that's too that far, then I'll dial it back. It's, it's not too it's fir- far. It's the first week of the new stuff. So we I had to, yeah, we got to get adjusted here. I, I no, I'm just encouraging you guys to bring players that people are gonna know. <laughs> not just hey, randoms like trying to like stump that. each other. Like I, I get yeah. the competitiveness, hey, but man. bro, who who follows Rondé Hollis yeah, Jefferson and Jeremy say. Evans? Like no, no offense, guys. Like it's it, oh no, they were good picks like, for oh, the hey, game. Hey, I'll I'll defend. But like, he's a dunk contest champion. I mean, let's, you know. Worst gun dunk contest champion. I think Come that on, was no. better than Rondé House Jefferson. Bro. Can you name two or three? Can you even name the dunk contest champion last year? Last year wasn't Derek Jones Jr.? No. Anthony Simons, final answer. Oh, then it was Derek Jones the year before that. Who robbed? I think it last uh, year. Hey, scored. Yeah. Last year was definitely Anthony yeah. Simons. I think uh... top end might have been the year before, too. That's, oh, yeah. that's just my uh, hopping one. Maybe I'm capping hard. Yeah, that's, that's all I gotta say, man. Champs. That's all I gotta say. Mac McConnell. Oh yeah, top we're using uh, Ob Top and Anthony Simons, Derek Jones Jr. Then Derek Jones. Hamadou Diallo. Oh, Simons yeah. won in so 2021. Okay. So we're so we're seeing the problems hey, with the legitimacy of the dunk. Nick. Donovan Mitchell, Glenn Robinson, Zach Levine. Yes, I, I know there was bigger names. Yes, but like Terrence Ross. Was, I Jared don't think that Evans. validates a player like because he was in the Ooh, down. I just I just got a good name for next week. Was Glenn Robinson <laughs> that guy on the Pacers, like number forty, who just like Glenn like, Robinson the third? Yes, yeah, yeah, I walked in the dunk contest and won for no reason. That was Dude, brutal. Go yeah. back to Jason Richardson. Two K twelve, you just jump over anybody. Oh, you such a oh, yeah, that's crazy. I'm like a ninety five three ball for no reason. But um, <laughs> all right, well, thanks for listening, guys. Uh, we'll, we'll be sure to bring more uh, reasonable players next week, so uh, you guys can follow. <laughs> just this name value, chance, man. <laughs> uh, have a chance. So uh, thanks for listening. Be sure to check us on YouTube, Instagram, and TikTok. And uh, yeah, we'll be back on Tuesday for uh, our continued off-season debate uh, and our mock drafts and back next Thursday, Wednesday or Thursday again with our NBA talk. So hopefully we'll have some more news uh, in basketball uh, come next week. But thanks again for listening, guys. And, yeah, catch you next time. Peace. Yeah.